Okay, it looks like we're okay. Um, let's try to let's try to recreate that very organic intro we had. <laughs> what were we saying? <laughs> hey, you! You're finally awake. Oh, there's a new edition of Skyrim out. <laughs> you should buy it. <laughs> it's this podcast. Um, was uh, looks like you were trying to cross the border, eh? Same as that podcast over there. I, I'm, it's pretty late right now. Um, <laughs> welcome everybody. This is. Jesus. You and that guy named Todd over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so seems like you were trying to release Skyrim again, eh? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, hey everyone, this is Game Busters. This is a podcast from GameBuster.com, and I am your host, Nira, and I am going to be joined as always by my Amazonian co-host, Alyssa. You like that? Oh, yes, it sounds so good. <laughs> what is what is like the like Elder Scrolls equivalent of like an Amazon woman? Like red guard, probably. Yeah, I was, I was like, is it racist to say red guard? <laughs> I don't think so. It's if you think like see. generic Amazon woman, probably not. I'm gonna go look like it some, up. Probably, probably some Akamiri <laughs> shit. Red guards are the black people. Yeah. Uh, I don't like how well, you I said mean, that, like, Ryan. I mean, I mean, am I wrong? No, I mean they are, but like they're considered like the Amazonian. Like, like they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're the like only naturally strong. They're the only like. Well, I guess they're not the only. I mean, they have elves and stuff. But as far as like the humans go, yeah. But yeah. the dwarves, yeah, like whatever. Even like elves, Amazon, like... probably. Well, even the dwarves are elves. I'm talking like, true. like Wonder like Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Amazons. Holy if shit. Wonder Woman oh. was in Skyrim, which class would you? What, what class would you pick, or whatever, a race to be Wonder Woman in Skyrim? Maybe like a Nord, right? I was thinking a Nord, maybe. But or like that's a Breton. Just... Yeah. Like a buff Breton. What, well, wait. I mean, she's not human. That's right? what I'm saying. She's, she's so, so I guess she's part of a god. She would be like a wood elf or something, maybe. Okay. Anyway, I'm joined by my wood elf co-host Alyssa. <laughs> um, today we're joined by a local imperial scout, Ryan. Hello. Was that your imperial? Uh, I mean, they just—they're just—they just sound like generic ass. All right. Anybody? And uh, yeah, and uh, and our stormcloak grunt, Matt. Skyrim belongs to the Nords. Or yeah, that was pretty good. America was... belongs to Canada. Oh my god. Something about Talos? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we worship so, Celine Dion instead. I am going to address the Todd Howard-shaped elephant in the room first. Um, which is that, yes, if you are if you are one of our old, old school fans, uh, like one of our first episodes ever was about Skyrim. Now, first, before you come at me, Bethesda has released Skyrim like 10 times. Don't come at me for doing it twice. Okay. Second. Um, that was kind of back when I did not know what the show was. Um, in fact, if you go back to our early episodes, I don't think I figured out what the show was until like episode like 25 or something. So um, back then when I did, when we did our like quote unquote Skyrim episode, um it was basically just me and uh, I think R- Ryan, we were there. Yes, I was there. Yep. And I think Jess maybe was with us. Anyway, uh, a group of us just sat there and talked about how good Skyrim was <laughs> and for an yeah, hour. Pretty much. And that, again, that format didn't really make for compelling audio. So which is why we are doing a different thing now, obviously. So this is probably not going to be anything like the other episode. Um, so just addressing that up front. Yes, this is. This is a remaster of the previous episode. <laughs> yeah, it's our anniversary edition. This is the anniversary edition. <laughs> Wait, hold Make on. Make sure you load SKSE. 
Yeah, please. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I actually want to check really quickly when we actually did the last one because I really hope it wasn't exactly a year ago or all. Was it like die. episode five? Mm-hmm. It was like long. episode five or something. It was like way fucking long ago. It was um, the uh, the crossover we didn't know we needed: Elder Scrolls and Game Busters. Mm-hmm. Elder Busters. Um, let's see here. Okay, it was uh, that we did that on August eighth. 2020 okay so been over a year so not not quite the anniversary edition anyway just like any good bethesda game it's delayed it's been delayed okay so let's just uh let's ease ourselves in just sit around and say what we're what are we playing this week uh matt why don't don't you tell me besides league of legends what are you playing uh i played helltaker and monster trucker or something mother trucker Trucker? yeah yeah we watched you play that That yeah it was all right I beat that, and then I beat Helltaker like immediately after. Uh, did you beat the level that Justin said you would never beat? Uh, yeah, and like I we tried for maybe thirty minutes the previous day, and then I beat it in about five minutes the next day. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah. What was the other one you said? Break. Uh, Helltaker. I don't. What is that? It's like a puzzle game, and Kyle said it was a dating sim, and then I loaded in. I'm like, it's like one line of dialogue per person. I'm like, this is not really. This is just dialogue <laughs> at this point. But it's mostly a puzzle game. Like, you collect... <laughs> you're like a guy named Helltaker. And he wants to build a harem of devils, I think. Yep. Alyssa, this sounds like it might be up your alley. <laughs> I've watched playthroughs of it. I haven't actually Jesus. played it myself. But it's a pretty short game. Yeah, it took me like 40 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. Not too long. The concept okay. is funny. Funny yeah, enough. It was. I like that the ending, you gave each of them pancakes, which was our... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um... Uh, Ryan, what you playing? Well, I guess as I was showing you earlier, I've been playing Dragon yeah, Lord again, which well, is still in beta, but they have like they've had a few new updates, so I wanted to see what mm-hmm. was up. Um, you also just finished Life is Strange: True Colors. As oh, Chelsea, that's I was texting Chelsea true. about it. Yes. Um. Uh, very, you guys very got a good very game. different ending than I did. <laughs> Well, we 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 always when we finish a game like this, we immediately go and like look up the other endings. Yeah. And we I think we were a little disappointed that it wasn't even an option to have like a true horrible ending. No, I I mean there was an ending that fucking sucked, which was everyone, which is what I got where everybody in the town turned on me and nobody trusted me. Yeah, Europe. but but the end result, well, I mean, I guess not not to spoil Life is Strange episode two yeah if you two, haven't whatever. if you haven't no it's life is strange two colors it's not true two. colors yeah i actually um, didn't like life is strange two that much i was medium on it i thought it was okay a little underwhelming compared to the other two i think I... honestly i think it's because you don't play as the person who has superpowers yeah i think that kind of sucks are you their sidekick or something no you're it's your brother. little brother and he's like He's like five and he's like out of control and just blowing shit up. And you're just like, oh, I got to keep this kid in control. It's like oh. not very fun. Uh, I, I played Captain Spirit, too. I don't know if you played that. I did. Yeah. Um, I was actually it. super excited when we got to that kid because I it said, like, play Captain Spirit before you start. Yeah. So and we it did changes something in the game or something. And then um, like we, we got to that kid in the in the actual game and uh, I was super excited and, and a little let down that mm-hmm. I guess spoilers. He, he doesn't have powers. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought we were going to have a friend and it was such a, like a tease. <laughs> what a fucking tease. Right. Now it was, it was though. I got you. Um, 
Yeah, that's fair. But you guys like True Colors a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Very, very good game. Um, I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. I feel like the end of the first game was better. Like, the, the impactful decision that you had to make. So, I will say that I think in this one, like, I think the impactful decision is not about whether to leave or to stay, but rather about whether to, like, condemn or forgive. Because, like, I think I think that was the much more, the one where I was, like, a little bit more hit by it, you know? Yeah, we, we or, I mean, like, it, it shows what your friends did. So yeah. we, we saw that you uh, forgave. No. And we, oh, no, I did not. Oh, you that, didn't. That wasn't I, I, me. Chelsea, I hardcore like, didn't. found that. I don't know. I don't know. She's the one that no, said it. I, I think there's, like, I think it shows, like, a global ratio of, like. It does, but but then you can scroll over to, like, your friends if they played the game. Oh, no, I, this is just I like hardcore did not. Like, I did not okay. even hesitate. I yeah, was we, like, we fuck were this like, town, no, fuck, fuck you, <laughs> fuck everybody. You shot me, you bitch. I know, dude. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I, anyway, if you want to hear more like this, you can go listen to our Life is Strange True Color spoiler cast we did a few months ago. Uh, check that out where we yell for a long time about <laughs> about the unnamed individual here. Did you guys make a Life is Strange 1 podcast? We did, but it was in that other old format before we actually talked about how the game was made. So maybe we'll do a remaster oh. of that too when the remaster comes out in February. Oh, is it actually soon? Yeah, it's the, yeah they're doing a remaster of the first one in February. It's good. It's so easy. We Is we just have to remaster to our own podcast as remasters <laughs> of games come out. Should I just play that? Because I haven't played Life is Strange. Yeah, I would wait for the remaster. They they, they motion captured all the uh, talking now, and st- so it's not just like people flapping their polygon lips. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Alyssa, what are you doing? Um, the new season of Apex Legends just dropped, so I've been kind of grinding that for the past couple days. I. Uh, I'm very predictable in that I was playing Apex this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a little bit of Smite with my friends on Saturday, but not much else. I am unfortunately a live game fanatic, so I'm anything that I can play with friends, I'm pretty much on. Like League of Legends. Like yeah. League of or Legends Valorant. as well. And Valorant. <laughs> yeah. Garbage people. I'm Everyone, boy. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to get on Valorant after we're done recording here. You guys can I, play together. I, they play I a lot. I don't understand the like why people still play Counter Strike. I mean, like I get it, but Valorant Ryan, is just it's because more of fun. it's because of all those those sweet skins that I paid real money for. <laughs> that yeah, Valorant's more technical too than uh. I've I've I I do miss that I used to like make money on Counter Strike like it not much but like I I never opened a box ever <laughs> so like you just sell some stuff on the market and like oh hey I have two dollars and fifty six cents in my wallet now or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. that's exciting um all right cool well let's uh let's go ahead and jump in so um let's see here. How how do we do this? Alyssa does not know a lot about this game. So. I know nothing past like some of the memes, and that's okay. like and that's Buy being the generous. Nine. <laughs> you know, arrow to the knee, right? They yes. told you that one. I don't. Okay. I do know arrow to the knee. Okay. Um. So Matt and and Ryan, how could you possibly like try to pitch Skyrim to Alyssa, somebody who does not know what this is? Do you like shouting? Do you like dragons? <laughs> do, do you like, like shouting at dragons <laughs> until they die? I would describe Skyrim as an immersive power fantasy. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. 
That makes yeah, sense. Like yeah. you, you, you get to feel like you're a real strong head honcho. You're important in the world. It's, um, it's, it's nice that it's a single player game because in MMOs, like, you know, the, the NPCs can talk about how important you are and everything. And then there's like a dude standing next to you with like radiant glowing, like level 99 <laughs> armor. And like, you, you feel heroes. less special now. Like, yeah. it's like mm -hmm. this, this dude saying you saved the world, but like. You just look to your left, and there's a much like, bigger dude than you. Wait, he, he clearly saved the world much better than I did. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you can't interact with other people in this game, like, as they're also playing the game. It's simply based around you and your experience. It's a single-player RPG, yeah. Where, yeah. where it's, you are the Dragonborn. It is okay. a very, um, it's, it's just a single-player open-world RPG, and, like, if it gives you any idea of what it kind of is like, the, it was the direct inspiration for uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, wait, when, when did the first, like, game come out, I guess? So the first, the very first Elder Scrolls game was, I believe... 2012? No, no, no. no. Uh, no, no the, the first, first Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls game was, was like 90... 94 or something like that? Okay. Yeah, but so but, but the first, okay, the, the the first, first actual was... Elder Scrolls okay. that, like, we are oh, talking <laughs> about would be Oblivion. Well, like, no, more, more in, in the same... Morrowind, probably. Oh, yeah, Morrowind is, is Morrowind really... Every time, every time we talk about this, I have to listen. I'm going to show you something upsetting, and it is the real cover for the first Elder Scrolls game. It's, a, it's okay. Morrowind is like a it lot more content. advanced it's, than like something like Daggerfall. It, it feels very, very different than if you walk and into Oblivion. A video feels a lot thing, like this is what you would have seen on the shelf. And Morrowind doesn't feel like that at all. Oh, it's like um, <laughs> her titties. Like Daggerfall still the Quake graphics, and they're out. Uh, Morrowind at least moved to like your standard uh, open world kind of. Yeah, well, it yeah. It was just really shitty, I guess. <laughs> sure. Okay, so... I mean, it was groundbreaking and everything. Right. Yeah. So, um, there have been five main series games in this uh, in this franchise. Uh, Arena, Daggerfall, Morrowind, Oblivion, and then Skyrim. Mm -hmm. So, Morrowind was actually... is still is, I think, credited pretty much with bringing RPGs to consoles. Like, yeah. um, it was... It broke ground by, like, being this, like you know, pretty complex layered RPG and them being like, Hey, like what if non PC people had it? Cause back then it just wasn't something that like casual players were looking for. And they worked out a deal with Xbox and they uh, premiered Morrowind on the Xbox and the original mm -hmm. Xbox back in the day. Um, and it was a huge draw. Like it, it sold like fucking bananas, like hotcakes, like hotcakes, like hotcakes with bananas, like on sweet them. rolls, like sweet rolls, <laughs> like, like it sold like skooma. And um, Alyssa Skuma is a very addictive drug. It's actually not a joke. The uh, the the Argonians are like horribly afflicted with uh, uh, addiction. The oh Khajiit God! Okay. Well. Not oh, the, the Argonians. Khajiit, yeah. I know. Oh, no, I know that. I know. The dock workers also like fucking into it. No, they I are mean, as well. But it yeah, originates from not, not uh, as like a elsewhere. Race, though. Yeah, it originates sure. from elsewhere, which is yeah. where the Khajiit come from. Yeah, it's yeah, made yeah. from moon sugar. Fair. And the Khajiit are the cat people, right? And the they Argonians are. are the lizard, lizard people? people. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know there's um, house cat Khajiit? House and they're like four sentient. Yeah. There's like four different races of Khajiit. They're based on which moon is like full or something, I think. Mm -hmm. And whichever they, uh, moon is the full. The Khajiit do have a moon daddy, if not. Yeah. <gasps> a moon daddy, okay. Mm -hmm. Cool, 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 cool. It's like Sokka's girlfriend, but a little bit more masculine. But like more daddy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, more daddy. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's let's go ahead and jump into this. So, 
Um, Skyrim is a again a single player RPG where um, the story revolves around the main player character who is sort of a chosen one, quote unquote, the Dragonborn, um, who is on a quest to defeat Alduin, the World Eater, who is a dragon that has been prophesized to destroy the world. Um, pretty basic fantasy stuff, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game takes place 200 years after Oblivion, after the last game. And it takes place in, of course, the province of Skyrim, which is the northernmost province in the the land of Tamriel, which is where the Elder Scrolls takes place. Um, so you basically, you know, it's an it's an RPG, right? You're learning skills, you're learning, uh, you're getting new weapons, armor, you're crafting stuff, you are um, basically like improving all of your skills, like lock picking, stealth, like one handed combat, two handed combat, light armor, heavy armor, etc. Um, and you're getting really granular about how you're improving your your build. And of course, like there are tons of dialogue options, uh, tons of different ways to complete quests, etc. Um, so uh, yeah, the um, the main story is kind of, and this is actually kind of how open world, a lot of open world games have basically like based themselves off of uh, the Elder Scrolls in some way, if not specifically Skyrim. Um, being that they kind of made this defined thing of like, hey, the main story is here whenever you want to do it, and you can continue each beat of it as you want to come back to it. But like, you can just like wander around and do shit for like 400 hours without touching the main story if you want. Um, and like, it, it kind of became the the format for for open world games since then. Um, and of course, uh, fans out there will know that Skyrim was uh, created on the in the creation engine, which was um, Bethesda's uh, first party uh, engine that they created in house. Um, they created that engine for uh, for Fallout Three specifically, but um, used it again for Skyrim, of course. Um, how does everyone feel? Do have we say goodbye to the creation engine um, as it was laid to rest? I think it's good to get rid of it, man. It's Rip, been there yeah, since what? Fall- yeah. Oblivion. Since Fallout yeah. 3 in 2000. They started working on Fallout 3 in like 2006. So like, yeah. yeah. Get I just out want the combat to be better. I think it will be. Yeah, I, I really hope so. Um, so Alyssa, the creation engine has been sort of uh, infamous among um, fans for being, um, we'll say a little crickety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of held together with duct tape and like lead piping. Oh no. Okay. (laughs) And so now it was designed that way though, is the weird thing. And that is why the Bethesda games fallout and the elder scrolls are so moddable. Um, they are designed to be that way. They're designed to be easily accessible and altered, um, and have their, you know, the scripts changed and added to and everything. So is that like, not like a liability? in some ways like if you're able if it's able to change so quickly that that is that is bethesda's entire identity is letting their their fans like build on their games it it sure would be if it were like multiplayer i think in any way yeah which is why who who cares what you do in your own right private world your own home it's been enough it's been tough because um so fallout 76 has like something that approaches like mods but it's not really that because because it is a multiplayer thing, like it's it's kind of very careful about it. So like, if you have a private world, you know you can mod it, um, but you also have to like pay the subscription to have like a private world, which you know is like pretty much every you know multiplayer game does that. But um, because of that, like you can't use mods in like the regular game, right? Because it would affect other people's gameplay experience, and I think it like suffers a little bit for that. It would be it would probably be a lot more fun because that's 
like when people pick up a fallout game, like they're, they're, you know, you spend like four hours looking for mods before that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's like the fun of it. Like if you're not into the Bethesda games, like half the fun of it is like using, you know, loading in like 300 mods and just searching endlessly through Nexus for shit that you don't need or want. Can I just say, I, I, like I said earlier, I, um, downloaded Skyrim again, or like a, three hours ago and uh-huh. was playing through it and i did have to delete a mod because the the first imperial guard that i, I it, one of the mods that i had was like new armors and stuff um and new new blades and uh mm-hmm. the the first imperial guard that i was attacking was unkillable and um <laughs> i i had to like use console like literally i was like 10 minutes trying to slash at this guy and then i used console commands to kill him oh, and him. i looked at his armor and his armor was worth like four hundred thousand gold because it was some something in the mod messed up, and he just had like the ultimate armor. So I went and had to go turn that off. And I don't know if I will if that will cause a problem later in the game. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe I'll have to start over again. But that's the that's so, sort of the fun of it. So you're not yeah, supposed exactly. to kill that guy. Yeah. Um. So Alyssa, just to give you like, if since you're you're sort of new to this area, um, he, these are the top. These are the top. Uh, on, so Nexus Mods is kind of where all the mods live. Mm-hmm. Um, for you to download, it's a uh, a website, okay. and um, these are these are all the top games on Nexus with the number of mods that are available. So Skyrim, of course, number one with sixty six point five thousand mods. Um, then the remaster Skyrim Special Edition with forty one thousand, <laughs> then Fallout Four with thirty nine thousand, Fallout New Vegas with twenty four thousand, Oblivion with thirty thousand, Fallout Three with fifteen thousand. Okay. So, I mean, I've added mods to The Sims, so I guess I kind of understand like how popular <laughs> mods are for yeah. games where it like makes sense that you're able to add them. So right, and I think for The Sims and for like Stardew Valley, they're popular. Lots of other things like that, but for it, it's it's interesting because like for for Bethesda games, the mods sort of define them, mm-hmm. um, and they are their kind of reason to exist. And one cool thing that Bethesda does that I don't think any other company has ever done or will ever do is every time they publish a game. They put out a software um, kit called the uh, the creation kit, and what it does is give you access to all of the assets and all of the scripts in the game for you to build on and create your mods. So they open source basically their game after they finish it and give it out for free. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's and, really and, and a lot of their best um, mods become DLCs later. Yeah, or like yeah, a version lot, of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bethesda also has a good history with paying modders to create content and releasing it officially. There's also um, uh, some insane mods out there. Like two are uh, Skywind, I think, and Skyblivion, where yeah, they Sky basically recreate. Yeah, they recreated Oblivion and uh, Morrowind, like the previous two games in Skyrim. Damn, so I might have to try. Yeah, dude, they're out. they're doing they're doing one right now for recreating uh, New Vegas and one for uh, Fallout Three in Fallout Four, which I'm very excited Damn. about trying those out. And I really like the concept that, or at least that they're like keeping people who are in the community engaged by, I guess, like letting them create their own projects, especially if they're like popular modders in the right. community. No, I, I love that. They're really let they're us, really engaged. Let us not ignore the the controversy on Steam. Sure. Let's. We're oh. gonna, I actually had the paid mods thing at the bottom. We'll get to okay. it though. I, I have it okay. on there. We'll get to it at the bottom where it belongs. It, it's not all good. <laughs> it's okay. not all good news. Well, I um, guess. I guess it happens with that. Even 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 Todd stumbles now and again. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. do, do we truly hold Todd on a high pedestal, or is it like just meme? Like it was that, meme that day I that I realized bad. gods can bleed. He's, he's like a he's like on a he's like on a <laughs> leather so zipped up pedestal somewhere out there. It's, so is it's, it like when like when you realize like you get to that point in your childhood where you realize your parents are not actually like gods? Like your parents yeah, they're not are like right about people. everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. No, okay. Now the no. Well, it's it's like that except it's the opposite because Todd is right about everything. So. <laughs> um okay. the. If the thing is like, okay, Alyssa, I don't know how to explain this to you, but like, it is so far into irony that I think it lives somewhere in a mix of, yes, Todd Howard is an extremely successful and talented game developer, but he has also made some big boo-boos and okay. like people really do like his work and him as a person, but he is also like a living meme. <laughs> now, finding out that the gods lot. might not actually be gods is a main plot point in Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, when they completed work on Oblivion in 2006, Bethesda began work on Fallout 3. So then they began planning the next Elder Scrolls game alongside it. They had decided right at the beginning to set it in the land of Skyrim and incorporate dragons into the main theme of the game, as dragons were not major players in previous ones. Uh, Ryan, were they in there at all, or just like talked about? I think Oblivion had one, didn't it? Um, I'm, well, n- not really. So, so... There's there is a god that is a dragon called Akatosh, um, the god of sort of everything. Uh, oh, like a- Akatosh is like the god of time. Akatosh yeah, is the god of like humanity. Akatosh is the god of this. That's and too that. many things. It's it's it's. I think it's because they they were like Akatosh is clearly like the main god that they care about, and then they have like eight others, or seven others really that sort of are just there, and then and then there's Talos. But but uh, everything cool story. in the game, like every single cool idea they give to Akatosh. Well, Zenithar is uh, magic, isn't he? Or is it the other guy? Uh, n- uh, no, it's not Zenith. Is that his name? Oh no, Zenithar is the crafting guy. Um, the magic one is is Mag Magus, but but he's not he's not actually a god. He like left, and then and then um like when when he escaped, the hole that he ripped through reality is the sun. And then that's where magic comes from because he like ripped a hole through space time or whatever. And mm-hmm. magic comes from the sun because of the hole that he ripped in space. That's um, cool. Alyssa, what you're hearing right now is basically what I hear when people talk about Star Trek near me. But I mean, like, <laughs> it, it kind of makes sense. It's it's cool. No, it is is cool. And like, I will say that like they've done like a great job over the years of like establishing some like really, um, I'll say dense, but also like you know really cool lore. Julianos was the it, god of it is the, the the um the the lore is why I keep going back because it's so mm-hmm. interesting, and and like it's it's so clearly just excuses that they made over time to justify stuff that happened across games and make it <laughs> mm-hmm. make sense. But but like it, like it's so clearly them just like making shit up to make make the story work. But they thought so 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 hard about how to actually make it work that yeah. like you can't help but find it i can't help but find it very interesting and it gets like quite philosophical i feel like lore when it like it, when it's created in that way where it's kind of like pieced together as you go and not something that was like set like to be organ like organized very thoroughly in the beginning is a lot more realistic i mean like and i know it's a fantasy game but i feel like that kind of relates to a, a, making the plot slash lore of the world a bit better yeah yeah i agree um so um of course full development began right when they finished fallout 3 in 2008 um and they uh they actually considered uh skyrim to be a spiritual successor to fallout 3 as well as oblivion 
um, since they use so many of their design principles from Fallout in this game. Um, so this team was developed by a team of only about 100 people at this game, um, and that's pretty crazy considering how big it is. Um, but Bethesda, Bethesda Game Studios used to only be uh, about 100 people back in the day, and um, of course now is a bit larger. They have about 500 employees. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, and it's crazy because, like, I, I can't even imagine the scope of Starfield as a game because they have 500 people have, who have been working on that for four years. It must be uh, good. Must be. I think. I mean, I think it will be good because they. Uh, over like over the course of how they've like fixed Fallout seventy six, like they clearly have figured out what people like and don't like about their games. So I th- mm-hmm. I, I think they'll make it good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so of course, um, production was supervised by Todd Howard, who has been the director of all these games, starting with Morrowind. Um, he directed Morrowind, Oblivion, Fallout three, uh, Fallout four, and Skyrim. And um, so yeah, we we have we travel to the distant northern lands of Skyrim, which is modeled off of ancient Norse lore. Um, uh, Alyssa, you like those big Norse men, right? Yeah, I'm all about them big Norse men. Right, they have horns on their helmets, and it's like snowy, and they're like drinking a lot of alcohol. You know. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I hope they look like uh, like Thor from uh, Everyone God of War. Like Thor. They're, the they're also a little racist. Is that good? Uh, oh, I mean, that's that's a little realistic, at least. They are, they are a little racist. Um, and I, we'll actually talk about that a later. Little. They're, they're equally racist to everybody. Oh, okay. So they just all hate each other. Well, Ooh. everybody that's not a Nord. Yeah. So um, when they were designing this world, they opted for like a different approach to, to Oblivion. Uh, because Oblivion, if you've played it before, was little, oh, sort of a flatter game. Um, it's it's Oblivion has a lot of... I think a lot of people excuse this, which is fine. But like, I think one of the major negatives of Oblivion to me is that there are just such huge long stretches of like a flat path of nothing, nothing, just like, but it's like, just like not even any terrain to note, you know? Um, And like the stuff that you get to after you travel is really interesting, but it's like, there's a lot of walking in between. Um, Anyway, so the art director for Skyrim, Matt Carafano, uh, was uh, trying to look at this as like a, a departure from what um, Oblivion tried to do, where Oblivion tried to do a real representation of what like a classic European fantasy world might look like. Um, Skyrim was going to be like an epic fantasy approach, meaning that like it, it wouldn't look like a real place. Um, the, the idea in Oblivion was that the towns and stuff are spaced as far apart as real towns might be, which I mean is you might you might guess is it leaves a lot of space of nothing in between yeah um but yeah they they wanted to incorporate like the the wandering uh the wandering around aspect that they're so famous for and they also wanted to return to the classic fantasy that they had in in elder schools arena and daggerfall so they decided they divided the world into nine sectors which were each known as holds and they tried to make each one topographically unique and then also had different socioeconomic backgrounds of NPCs as well as, you know, different uh, architecture for each one. Um, each one had like a different ruler. There were different race relations in each one. Um, so it's like it's pretty elaborate. Um, so what's what's everyone's favorite hold? I'm a sucker for Whiterun. It's, it's nice. It's a nice place, man. Just like uh, in the center of everything, yeah. Balgriff is a pretty good Jarl. Uh, I mean, it's the first; it's like the starting city, basically. So yeah, it is. I mean, 
I really like um, uh, Falkreath, honestly. It's a cool place to hang out. Just chill. It's What's cold the... as shit, man. There's nothing there. Nah, man, I like it there. It's it's That's why I said chill. What is oh, the okay. one where there is the haunted house in it, and it's like all made of stone and everything, and there's like the waterfalls inside? Mark Hearth? Mark Hearth. I like that oh, yeah. too, actually. That's Mark Hearth is like really fucking cool. Yeah. I like... Uh... Fuck, I don't even know what the game... I don't remember what the game looks like anymore, because there's so many mods. Uh... <laughs> it's impossible to remember. Like, shit, it reworked all the cities. <laughs> I've like it's impossible to remember what is part of the regular game and what is like a mod like from my memories. Like there's no way to know. <laughs> yeah. Um it's like okay. I think my last run through I had like two hundred something mods, like two hundred and eighty. Yeah, I can believe that. Um I don't think I've ever done more than a hundred, but like that's still a good amount. I mean, some of my mods are like H D coin pouch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really call them really yeah, groundbreaking sure. mods. They're like graphics ones. I think maybe Windhelm is my favorite city. Which one was not, that? Not because I mean, is that where they the, had the mis- murder mystery and you like went around? It's where the racist. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say that it's my favorite only because of the, the like, location of the forge and how close it is to the house that you can buy there. Very <laughs> proud like of you. My second walk. Mm. Yeah. I think um, my favorite hold is just being held. Oh. Somebody hold me, please. <laughs> There's <laughs> a spell. cry for help. Yeah, there is a spell. Um, can you get okay? My big question is: Can you get married in Skyrim? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah. How many love? How many love interests do you have? Base uh, game one. Everyone, you could like marry any NPC. No, 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 no. Yeah. There, there, no, there, there are, are mods that there are, are mods that let you do that. But for, in the base game, you can. I think there's like at least two dozen or something like that. Yeah, there's okay. there's there's yeah. more than twenty. I bet. Um, yeah, I, I would think so. There's more than thirty, I think. That. It, uh, there's, there's a lot. Each of city people. has like three people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, something like that. Like, and can, and basically every type of person that you could like imagine in a fantasy romance. world. And, yeah, it's uh, of course like, like a know, version of them, not okay. limited by by gender or anything. Yeah, it's just like yeah, whatever yeah. you want. Fuck yeah! Okay, yeah. nice. Um, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I think that there's a little bit of. You want to marry a big orc woman to step on you? You can I mean, do that. So I mean, Bethesda <laughs> for, for for Fallout, um, or for. Uh, oh, sorry, they didn't have romance in that. So in Skyrim, yeah, they kind of went with the idea of like, oh, like you can romance everyone and everyone's like bisexual, I guess, until proven otherwise, <laughs> um, which is like one way to do it. And I think that I like what they did in Fallout 4 a little more because they had like about 16 or 17 like romance options and all of them were like a lot more fleshed out and like some of and they all had just different actual like sexualities and stuff and like... Mm-hmm. Some of them were, you know, gay, and some were not, and some were bisexual. And some just I, weren't like a, you know. Asexual. I have a question for for Matt and Nirv. Do do yes. you have a do you have like a main choice? Serana, but they won't let me, so I have to use mods. <laughs> yeah, of the main choices, you, you don't uh, really care. I mean, I I always go for Ayla, the Huntress. I'm gonna look him up. She's all right. Okay, she's so, she's a werewolf Alyssa, lady. Love like, interest. Yeah, Ryan's a furry. Uh, Alyssa, <laughs> look, look up well, her. I'm gonna uh, post a picture here. I always, I always I like, like somebody that shoots a bow because they stay I out of like, my way. Mm-hmm. I like That's massive, my quality in a wife. She I like out massive the, women. You like uh-huh. massive women. Massive, massive women, women. Massive men. I, I just, just it's, yeah, it's just massive people. There's a woman called Mule the Lioness who's like. I'm gonna save the city. You're gonna help me. You're not gonna help me. Fuck you, bitch. Get out my way. <laughs> oh. Um. So here, Alyssa. This this is my my uh, choice. This is Serana. She is a vampire princess. Let's um, see. Wait, there's vampires in the game. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Much. 
Oh, oh she's hot. Holy shit. That's 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 my my Ayla Oh yeah, she's pretty good too. As as long as it's not Lydia, am I right? God, well, I am sworn, sworn to carry a burden. <laughs> Um, can like are the I guess like the Nords are the humans, right? Uh, there's there's, there's a variety of humans. humans. Yeah. So like, there's what Nords. is she? She's she's uh, a Nord. She's a Nord. Okay. Basically, the white people are the Nords. <laughs> Nords are just like Scandinavians, obviously. Yeah, yeah they are. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and then, the Bretons are like European um, white people. <laughs> and then yeah. the Imperials are just like Romans. Yeah, they're like they have like a whole like Roman legion aesthetic to them. And then there's the Red Guard who are black and i think with some arab influences on there and mm-hmm. stuff and then yeah mm-hmm. like um, like arab traders sort yeah, of yeah yeah um and then i think the khajiit are i mean okay, the are just cursed just cursed okay. I, 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 they're, they're supposed to be like they're supposed to be like um like uh, jungle tribes i'm i know i'm forgetting the politically correct word indigenous people no uh european uh the romani people Oh, the, um, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they basically are, yeah. I'm like looking yeah. at a lot of these the characters gi- and a lot the of them. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> hey, hold on. That's not the politi- politically That's correct. That's not the politically term. correct. Yeah, I think you were supposed to say like Romani or like. I think they also were called travelers. Gypsies. That's what it was. That's, yeah. that's the word, Matt. Yeah. D- yeah that's but, the one that's not yeah. politically correct. Right. It is, oh, okay. <laughs> it is supposedly like a racist term. Um, which I don't know any any people of that ethnicity, but like. That's what I have seen. Anyway, um, so yeah. Anyway, Alyssa, you can fuck a lot of people on this game. So hell get, yeah, pick it up. Um, you can get a mod to fuck as many as you want. Yeah, I mean, you can get a <laughs> you mod. Can have, and you can have children them. in the game too. Can you yeah. have multiple partners, or is it just like you have to I pick one? Don't with a mod. With a mod, I think yeah. yeah mods, well, with a mod, like, uh, everything's possible. But I, I think I just, I just want to marry everybody. If I'm gonna be like the chosen one, let me marry everyone. I've never been. I don't know if divorce is an option. I've never tried. It's not an option, but you could kill your spouse, no! <laughs> and then you, that you, then they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry." That's I would never, I would never do that. You can't also. Have well, children no, I, I so suppose can... if if your spouse died, like if your spouse is also a follower, like oh, and you yeah, take on die. a quest and then they die. It's I mean, I would reload my save though. I feel like if I played this game, I'd play it just like I play Sims. <laughs> but no, that's a fair There's way a to mod do for it. that. There's a oh, yeah. there's a mod called I Need, and you literally have to eat and sleep to like oh my not God. die. <laughs> That's okay. funny. There's literally like, okay, I, I I will get to this later about like how my my I remember my time with this game, but like it's it's pretty much all just like based on on kind of what you said, Alyssa, like almost doing like sort of a, a Sims thing. But anyway, um, okay. So there are 10 races in this game and Todd Howard had said that at the player's choice of race at the beginning of the game was going to be important because Skyrim is more racist than other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Ryan, can you name all the races? Um, Nords, Bretons, mm-hmm. Imperials, Redguard, Wood Elf, High Elf, um, Dark Elf, uh, Argonian, Khajiit. There's one more. There's one more. It's a ten, right? Thal- yeah, Thal- Thalmor. I've named. I've Thalmor? well, the Thalmor are high elves. High elves. They're high elves. Yeah. Um, I've named nine. Okay. Who am I missing? Well, the Thalmor are a faction of high elves, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're they're, they're, they're a political party of, yeah. of high elves within the Somerset Isles. Yeah. Is there um, a, is gamers one of the races? Yeah, they're Bretons. <laughs> am I missing one? I don't think I'm missing one. I, I might you, be missing one. I think you got all of them. Um. Anyway. 
Anyway. Oh, orcs! I'm missing orcs. Oh, oh yeah. orcs. Whoops. Yeah. Everyone forgets about the fucking orcs. <laughs> okay. They're, they're so normal in, like, every fantasy that you forget about them. Because the Khajiit yeah. are, are relatively unique. I mean, people have cat people in other games, obviously, in other stories. But, mm-hmm. but, like, there's not that many popular games that have cat people. And Argonians yeah. are relatively unique. Especially with, like, how their, Being their story goes sure. or whatever. Like... Um, the Altmer are unique in that they're always the evil racist big bad guy <laughs> in like yeah. half the Elder Scrolls games. So the, the your your choice of race in the game doesn't have like a major like game affecting consequences, but it adds flavor to your dialogue because different NPCs you meet depending on their races will react to you differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, I believe, lock you out of any quests or anything like that. They just no. like, like spit on your head and be like, "Here's your quest, asshole." Oh. It's like, oh, um, you're a Khajiit. You're gonna steal my money. Yeah, the the whole thing for for um for the uh for the because because you there's two like factions that you the game basically gives you like the first decision that you make is like and, and you aren't you aren't held to this decision but the first decision that you make in the game is like the, these imperial dudes captured you and you don't like it's not even known what you did wrong. You like tried to cross the border or whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and the, these imperial soldiers captured you, and they put you on a cart with these people that you've you don't know anything about, but they're calling them stormcloaks, who are these like Nord rebels. people, Nord rebels, like defending their homeland against outside invaders. And they're the, the imperials are going to execute you just because you did something. Yeah. Um, right, and then and so you don't even necessarily know what it, what you did wrong, but you they're just like whatever. You you're with them. You were trying to cross the border, or whatever. Um, like uh, go on the chopping block, and you yeah. happen to be saved by this cataclysmic event of these dragons popping up, uh, Alduin specifically. And then um, like the, it pops or in Thomas a the Tank Engine. Yeah, or Thomas the Tank Engine if you have the proper mods Um, and uh, it it pops this decision like oh will you follow the like two people are like offering to help you like survive and one of them is this Imperial and one of them is this Stormcloak and that's the first like option that the game gives you is like which one will you follow and then you'll end up killing if you go with the Stormcloak guy you'll end up killing a couple Imperial soldiers if you go with the Imperial guy you'll end up killing a couple Stormcloak traitors or rebels whatever loyalists Um, whatever you want to call them but like Mm -hmm. if you chose any other race than nord even though the imperials are the ones that were going to kill you the stormcloaks are the ones that don't like you very much Mm. so it's it's like a mixed bag or whatever you whatever you do cloaks are kind of racist they kind of want to like purify their land a little bit like in windhelm Mm -hmm. the seat of power for the stormcloaks the first uh scene that you show up on is literally like these two like drunken ex-military guys who are just like, oh, you're a dark elf. You must be a spy for the enemy. We yeah. don't want you in our city. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah. you know, you could put your own input. It's like, do you believe this person's a spy? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. So it's it's pretty cool. It adds a little bit of uh, flavor to it, I think. Um. So this is interesting. When designing Oblivion, there was one person who just did all the dungeons. So that was one guy. Wow. Congratulations. Um, Skyrim has 150 dungeons and they were designed by eight people. So step up a little bit. <laughs> it's like that three of them are the same. I think I could tell playing Oblivion um, <laughs> that they were all the same one guy. Uh, I would like to say Oblivion was the first game and that, that I like 
the, it was the first like really really big rpg computer game that i owned like the only other games that i had were like starcraft and stuff mm -hmm. on the computer um and this was like the first like big one where where it really got to feel like you were i don't know immersed in the world yeah and i obviously i played oblivion for like many 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 hours and so yes. it has a sweet spot for That's that fair. reason so Alyssa, skyrim features 244 quests and 300 points of interest mm -hmm. okay. um would you like to go visit them sure take me to some okay let's go um we should go over to fucking um What's a, I was actually going to ask like what some of your loca like favorite locations were, guys. But um, there's a place at um. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was asking you. Oh, oh, there's a place in the Dawnguard DLC that's like, I think it's the Forgotten Vale. It's like this nice uh, violet-looking. It's like crystal oh, but... trees, crystallized trees almost. Yeah. And it's just like a almost like a violet sunset. I mean, that place hey, looks good. Can you guys tell me if the Bone Wheeler enemies are from the real game or was that a mod that I had? <laughs> I think that's oh. a mod. Damn it. That was really scary. <laughs> there was like these creatures called bone wheelers and it was like a skeleton. It was like the top half of it was a skeleton, but the bottom half of it was like a, oh, a unicycle made of bones. Mm. That that's definitely sounds like a mod. It sounds yeah. like it might have been a mod. <laughs> it's like um, when I, I would... No, go ahead. I was just saying, when I imagine like the Skyrim world, I feel like it's very monochrome. Are there like any like really like beautiful settings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are. Um, there's, I mean, it, it definitely has, um, there's only really, like, one region that's, like, swampy, I suppose, which is Riften. I'm, I'm, swampy might be, marshy might be a better word. Um, but there's, there's, like, plains, there's a giant fucking, the tallest mountain in all of the continent is in Skyrim. There's plains, there's, like, if, if you go north, city. it's, it's, like, horribly tundra, trend like arctic um mm -hmm. uh, to the west it's like super mountainous but but maybe more temperate and there are like these dual wielding people like briarhearts who have like changed themselves to be like these barbaric warriors um yeah there's there's it's, definitely it's, some there's, places there's lots of like, variety there's sure. a lot of variety there's oh oh and and cool. underneath all of it is like a giant like cavern system I could go to my Steam library. I have pictures. Yes. So there, uh, there's also oh, like a whole okay. underground aspect. Wait, I have all my 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 good Skyrim pictures too, but um, we can share those. Later. <gasps> oh, okay. I, have I, such see, I see in the Discord. Oh my! Oh my God! Okay. Um. So these are really pretty. Yeah, it, it is. Like, uh, hold on, I have a thing the here. Picture is TFT. I do. I have a folder called Skyrim here. Here's a good picture of me and my pictures. wife fighting a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a werewolf in this one. Oh, um, okay. I had such a nice time adventuring. Like, look at this. Look at this of my my party here. I got such nice pictures. Um, uh, nearby. I tried to I tried to upload this picture, but it it was blocked by the um. By Todd. By by, by, Todd by the by, by Todd. No, for, dude, that for, one... for being suggestive. Do you remember oh, that? No. Like, on, we did. We had that. We had one of those on our fucking. Uh, you sent that in for one of our good games, Inc. And I, I couldn't did, send it I to Ray because it wouldn't let me. <laughs> Um, okay. These are yes. dope. Anyway, thank you. Look, this is my house. Look, hold on. And there's me with, um, there's me adventuring in the caves. This is not make for good radio, but, like, I'm very excited <laughs> about this. 
Oh, um, like, like no, like what's what's fun for 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 the, the like the universe here is um I I mean I'm pretty sure I'm right, but I could be wrong. But like you know how I said the the sun is like that big god that escaped mm-hmm. and pu- mm-hmm. punctured a hole. All of the stars were like all of his little followers that like mm-hmm. left with him, and so the, those those are like punctures in like realm space reality. Uh, oh wait, Alyssa, hold on, hold on. Oh my out. god, that's so pretty. I got another one here. These are all my like photos from the game. Look at this underground city. I took a lot less pictures I than I thought. I took like four. <laughs> anyway, this is a cool game. So like, I like uh, the jellyfish one. Yeah, I know. I like it. Or are they mushrooms? They're, they're mushrooms. They're mushrooms, but they look <laughs> kind of like jellyfish. Um, that's a uh, black reach. Yeah, black reach. I think so. It's that underground mm-hmm. place with mm-hmm. the orcs mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, they are the former. Excuse oh. me. <laughs> so sorry. The snow elves. Um, the snow elves who were cursed by the cursed. They were drugged. Well, yeah. So they they, they were uh, enslaved. Yeah. Yeah. The so the creation engine allowed them to do a lot of work on on uh, the the Xbox 360, PS3 consoles. Um, they um, were able to give weight to tree branches and and have them blow in the wind. Um, affect the flow of like water channels and rivers and streams. And they actually were able to create dynamic snow so that it actually wasn't just like rendered textual effects. It was a, a real like snow that was falling on the ground and, and, and changing. Um, and they used the havoc behavior tool set for character animation. Um, you actually may know the havoc engine from dark souls. Uh, use the same engine for combat. I want to play Skyrim again. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, so anyway, the uh, the t- actually hold on, let me make sure that was right. That was a that was a. I want to make sure that that was a real thing because if I if it's wrong, Dark Souls people will come for me. Yeah, it does. Okay. Kyle, listening. <sighs> oh no, Kyle's rolling this way. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, so Jeremy Soule served as the composer for Skyrim, and um, Alyssa, I don't know if you've heard any of the music from this game, but it is still considered one of the best game soundtracks ever. It's like chanting right like uh, well the main the main song is chanting there's there's a lot of there, there's there's every sort of type of um song i think um jeremy soul also did like most or not if not all of the music for uh the variety of guild wars games that i played growing up Ooh, interesting so he as a composer holds a place in my heart for, so this was for all the other Scrolls and guild wars which are yeah, two huge He's an extremely good composer. Um, now, uh, Fallout is actually a different composer. They use a guy named Enon Zur, who is all has a, maybe the coolest name of anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is interesting. The main song, Dragonborn, which is probably the chanting one you're thinking of, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, this was recorded with a choir of over thirty people singing in the fictional dragon language. Uh, Todd Howard had envisioned the theme for Skyrim sung by a choir of barbarians. So what they did was they recorded this 30 man choir and layered three separate recordings to make it sound like 90 different voices. Oh, wow. Uh, singing together. Cool. Yeah. Um, so Bethesda's concept artist, uh, Adam Adamowicz, Adam, which I'm saying that wrong. Adamowicz uh, created the draconic language and he developed a 34 character runic alphabet for the game. And he said that they, they expanded the lexicon of draconic as needed. Um, so basically they added words into the dictionary every time they needed to write a line. 
So it was not like a J.R.R. Tolkien, like, I know this whole language already in my head. It's like, uh, how did they say, how did they say, how did they say butt in this language? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually boos. Uh, do, do dragons have butts or do they just have an anus? Checkmate. Got him. Got him. So after being in development for a long time, Spike, uh, the Spike Video Game Awards, which have since been demolished, um, but back then, uh, Skyrim was announced at the Spike TV Video Game Awards on December 11th in 2010. Um, Todd Howard appeared on stage and presented the announcement, and of course, the iconic 11-11-11 release date that uh, Ryan, do you remember that? Were you there for that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I got it. I got it day one. No, like you were. No, you you were there for the eleven, eleven, eleven reveal. Uh, for the reveal, I, I mean, I don't know if I was there for the reveal. So many people have told I'm me they like still did. remember that, like how iconic the like seeing that <laughs> date was, and like how like the whole just what was um, of the internet exploded. I suppose that I, I don't. If I remember correctly, um, I think Call of Duty did it first. The eleven, eleven. <gasps> Like like November eleventh release date stuff. I mean, n- not on eleven eleven eleven. Right, of but, course. But but like eleven eleven was already sort of a thing, if mm-hmm. I'm remembering correctly. They are trying to come back for that because Starfield is coming out eleven eleven twenty two. So it's okay. eleven plus eleven equals twenty two. There you go. Yeah, well that checks out. That checks out. That's the math. Hold on, um, let me so... crank the numbers. <laughs> The there are three pieces of DLC released, uh, which included Dongard, Hearthstone, and Dragonborn. Um, so worth noting, by the way, that the Heart fire. I said Heart- Hearthstone, didn't I? Yeah, Hearthstone. Sure I wrote, I wrote down the word Hearthstone. Interesting. Yeah. There was a Hearthstone DLC for where you play a card game in Skyrim, yeah. and you have to pay real gold <laughs> to get better. Called cards. Skint. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, the um, one interesting thing that we should note is that when Skyrim came out, the PS3 version did not work very well. Um, so Bethesda has always been famous for having a number of, of bugs in their games. Um, and that's part of the charm, sure, when it's still like playable. Um, so the PC and Xbox versions of Skyrim were, you know, kind of buggy, but like still worked great overall and, and didn't hamper people's experience. However, the PS3 version was so bad that people literally could not play it. Um, And it wasn't until over a year after release that they had patched the PS3 version enough for people to, you know, like play the game. Um, Did either of y'all ever play it on PS3? I did. You did. Now, how was your experience? Okay. Now, I I first got it on the computer. Okay. um, And I played it on a very shitty laptop where I like had to reduce the FOV drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like on a $300 Dell laptop. Um, okay. But uh, when I got it on the PS3, I think everything must have been fixed because I, I definitely didn't pay full price for to for a second copy of the game on the PS3. Right. God damn it, Todd. Listen. Listen. I think People I probably are... got my PS3 version in like 2014. Mm-hmm. So I bet, I bet things were fixed so... by then. I wonder if something about the PS3 architecture didn't work with the creation engine because Fallout 3 also famously didn't work on the PS3. Um, I think I can confirm that it crashed a lot for me. Yeah. So also the DLC for Fallout 3 wasn't released on the PS3 version for some reason, just because they were like, oh, we're going to give up on this one. It's not going to work. Um, 
It's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. It's funny that like because Xbox bought Bethesda, it's like, oh no, all their games are going to be exclusives. Like, haven't they already kind of been though? <laughs> haven't they already kind of not been on PlayStation? Yeah, really. Yeah. Um. So, um. Anyway, of course, we talked a little bit about mods before, but there is a thing packaged in when they release a new game called the uh, the creation kit, or actually, it is short for the GEC. Um, so Alyssa, here's a fun fact for you. The Gek is an item from the first Fallout game back in the Dizay. Um, and it was, it, sh- it means the Garden of Eden creation kit. And it was this mythical MacGuffin device that you're looking for. And, um, basically what it does is like the, the legend says that like, once you find it, it will allow you to create uh, a Garden of Eden, like a, a utopia out of nothing. And, um, it just allows you to create an infinite amount of things out of nothing. And so that's kind of what that's like, you know, is a fun thing. They named their, um, their mod kit, uh, the GEC when they release it, which is kind of fun. Oh, um, okay. That's interesting. So anyway, the creation kit, um, of course, like is, um, you is, is not the only thing that's utilized, but you know, people mostly use it. And then like, of course, write their own scripts and everything for, you know, new quests, um, new characters, new NPCs, um, new items, new spells, etc. Uh, so these mods are normally distributed on uh, Nexus Mods, which is the biggest mod database website. There are, of course, other places to get mods, um, like the Steam Workshop. Um, so they uh, let's okay, let's. I like the Steam Workshop here. better. It Just is. It is. It, it updates stuff automatically yeah and i don't have to manually find out like what to so wait you use workshop over nexus you're a garbage uh, person, for, for for skyrim so, yeah i mean when when it's an option yeah i i would uh, but now if if the good mods are only on nexus then i'll just use nexus they pretty much are um, which usually they are but for skyrim there there's there's a there's pretty much every mod that you could like well yeah. that okay. i would want anyway so Alyssa, here's let's get into this they don't have HD coin purses, Ryan. Back in uh, 2012, after Skyrim had been out for a little while, Bethesda introduced the idea of paid mods. Okay. Um, so, Ryan, do you remember when this happened, or Matt? I mean... It's like five years it was, ago? It was, yeah, no, it was, it was a, a lot one. longer. You're thinking of the Creation Club, which was five oh. years ago. Oh, which yeah. is a different like, thing. This was like... This well, is like we 2012 still in... No, it wasn't that soon. No, it wasn't that it. soon. It was pre- it was okay, it was me it was twenty thirteen or fourteen, I think. What was it called? Like it was just pay, Skygate pay mods. <laughs> Modgate? I don't know. Oh that's what they called they called it, yeah. Um Oh, okay, yeah, right. So yeah, the original okay, so the first time they did that was the horse armor. Was 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 horse armor, right. Yeah. That was twenty fifteen. Okay. And then then in 2017 is when they did the Creation Club, where they revamped it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2015 so, was the beginning Alyssa, of the end for also mm-hmm. America. But... I have a trade a trade deal alert for you. Okay. okay? You right. give me, you give me five U.S. dollars, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I give you digital horse armor. Now listen, listen, now let me sweeten the deal. I didn't make this. Somebody else did, but I am going to get the money. Okay. (laughs) Well, as much as I do love my horses, uh, I think I'll have to pass. Oh, that's so sad. But you're missing the best part. 
It's purely cosmetic. Ah, so and it doesn't even doesn't... protect my horse. No, no, no. Oh, no, no God, no. That's going to cost no. you an extra yeah. five US That's dollars. That's like $10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So they, um, the original problem with this was that when they, they made a partnership with Steam, with Valve, and they said, hey, we're going to split this three ways between the original author, the mod author, us, Bethesda, and Valve. Now, Valve mandated that they got a 30% cut. Bethesda then decided that they needed a 45% cut, leaving 25% of the profits going to the actual person who made the thing. Um, Bethesda then later admitted that the revenue split was, quote, debatable. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it the right split? There are valid arguments for it being more or less or the same. It is the current industry standard having been successful in both paid and free games. Um, So that 25% cut was not uh did not go over well with people and the fact that they released a bunch of pretty useless shit at the beginning to go along with it did not help a lot of the mods were like i talked about i need which monitors your health and uh like eating sleeping staying warm uh they had like a shittier one that you had to pay like five dollars for it's like well i just get a way better one for free free. yeah so they they scrapped this pretty quickly. It took about three months, I think, for them to kind of abandon this idea. Um, in summer 2017, they came back with this new thing called the Creation Club. Now, Alyssa, mm-hmm. you listening? I have now listen here. I have some nice yellow armor for your, for a crab for a mud crab in your Skyrim. This is not yours. This is just an enemy mud crab. So not even my mud crab. No. Okay. Okay. Now. Now, how's this? If you pay me 1500 Bethesda bucks, I'll let you have it. Does it include the crab? No, God, no. No, <laughs> just to pay let, for let me, that on top. Let me please put put the mud crab in perspective. You you're 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 walking around Skyrim and and it it you're you're walking around the world and and then all of a sudden it starts ch- it changes the music from the peaceful walking music to like this intense battle music and you're like what is it is it a group of wolves is it a fucking like death stalker from fallout is it is it is it a dragon i don't know and then and and and, and you're just like looking around and and you you have no idea and you're like oh there's just a fucking crab over there Mm -hmm. god damn it yeah (laughs) and and then you go and swing at the crab and it it somehow still like does a lot of damage to you (laughs) oh god okay okay Um, okay anyway this is a Alyssa. this is basically like Imagine, imagine you hear that that string music, the orchestra, and it's like dun dun dun, bum ba dum bum ba dum, and you're like, oh my god, they're coming, and you turn around and like you basically just see this, like you know. But anyway, the um. <laughs> uh, okay, I'd be much happier to see the the crab dance yeah. at me. Um, There's a mod you could give top hats. To- the um, mud crab. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's funny. Okay. And when you hit them, they're like, oh, oh my dear. <laughs> oh, dear. dear. Hold on Excuse me, sir. Um, so, okay, I, I think I rat... People rag on the Creation Club a lot. It definitely was better executed than the original paid mods thing because 75% of the profits went to the modder and 25% went to Bethesda and you went straight through um, Bethesda and you could do it on consoles. So... That was a big deal. Um, And to be honest, like it was a good setup. The problem is that 
most modders chose not to utilize it because again, they, they kind of would rather just give stuff away for free. Um, which is something that I don't think Bethesda anticipated. They were like, well, why wouldn't they make money if they could? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the truth is that most people just do it cause they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they rather, you know, so I think the creation club was a good idea at the beginning. And like, so just for instance, I know a lot more about fallout than I do about elder scrolls, but for instance, Fallout um, Fallout 4 was part of the Creation Club, too. So there was one quest mod made during the entire lifespan of Fallout 4 um, for through the Creation Club. And so the Creation Club was advertised like, hey, guys, modders are going to come to us. They are going to work with us and make canon quest lines. Like, these are going to be real, fully voiced by professional voice actors, adding real quests to your game. Um. And it's like, that sounds fucking amazing, right? Like, that could be, like, an infinite source of, like, content, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, again, like, people just didn't want to work on it that way. They wanted to do it on their own. Um, so one one piece of a canon quest line got released, which, I mean, if you've played Fallout 3, you, you will be excited about. Because in Fallout 4, there is a Tunnel Snakes quest now. Um, you know the Tunnel Snakes? secret tunnel no why did <laughs> okay right do, do you guys both not remember the tunnel snakes i do the why didn't I you say tunnel it. snakes rule oh, you jackass okay. i'm sorry i thought you were because they won't rule i'm sorry i ruined your setup oh my god the tunnel snakes rule <laughs> jesus you haven't heard the song <laughs> we're the tunnel snakes and tunnel snakes rule you know what i'm talking about whatever this is stupid. This is a stupid show for stupid people. <laughs> Shut up. <All> right. <laughs> anyway, look, there's a there's a cool like a quest line that like it, I think it costs like a few dollars and basically like you meet one of the characters from Fallout Three who is is like you know an adult now, but he's voiced by the same character or by the same actor and everything and. Um, there's like a whole quest line that leads you to discover the remains of the tunnel snakes after they exited the vault in fallout three and like kind of follow their story. It's like, that's really cool. That is like the kind of thing they promised at the beginning, but there's only one of them. Mm. Um, anyway, so, um, creation club is still active. Um, you can still use it. You don't need to because Alyssa, what if I told you this now, hang on. You boot up you boot up Skyrim Special Edition on your your Xbox, and um, when you open up the game, there's a little tab now that says mods. Mm-hmm. You click on it, and you get to simply surf through all the mods and just tap A on the ones you like. It installs them, and then you just play. Okay. Yeah. What are the so, What are some of the mods that you're bringing to the table for me? This one, uh, listen. How do you feel? How do you feel about two armor for your horse? Two armor for my horse. Mm-hmm. More than zero. What is what is so, two armor? Bethesda finally settled on something That's that benefited the community, um, in which they they established a little pipeline for people to not sell their mods, but to rather host them for free. So Bethesda.net hosts um, mods for free. Modders simply have to submit it to Bethesda, and they, as long as it doesn't crash the game, they put it up. <laughs> And yeah, on your Xbox, you can download not on PlayStation because Sony sucks, but on Xbox, 
if you have if you have Skyrim or Fallout 4 on Xbox, you can simply load it up, surf through most of the same mods that people are using on PC and just download them completely for free. Okay. Um so they did they did make some big strides in bringing mods to consoles because it that I don't believe any other game has ever been able to do that really. That's fair. I wouldn't have um, expected that at all for a console. Yeah. Yeah, and it's game. and you know they they did you know it ended up being something that people are really excited about, and so people use that all the time. Like you know, um, now Sony has an issue because they don't like people touching their things, um, and I imagine that in the future Microsoft be owning Bethesda is probably not going to help this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so don't don't buy any of their games on your PlayStation because you'll be sad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so let's uh, jump over to the um, the release. We're getting close to the end here. Um, Skyrim, of course, received universal critical acclaim. It pulled a 96 on Metacritic, and it is one of the best-reviewed games of all time. Oh, wow. Um, it received perfect scores from nearly every major publication in the world, and it, by November 2016, Bethesda reported that they had sold 30 million copies of it, not counting the remastered and re-releases versions. It's like five days after the release. No, no, in 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 2016. Oh, I thought it November 2016. Or yeah, November yeah, 16. November 20, November 2016. Oh, I meant November 16, like five days after. Jesus release. Christ, dude. Um, that's insane, dude. That's not even that far off because they saw Fallout 4. They sold 12 million copies of it in one week when they released it. Damn. Yeah, damn. So interesting note, actually, Fallout 4 has sold more copies than just base Skyrim, but if you count all the editions of Skyrim together, it is the best-selling RPG in history. Um, it uh, won Game of the Year from uh, the Game Awards predecessor, Spike TV uh, Game Awards, as well as several hundred publications around the world. Um, and it, of course, became the main inspiration for open-world games going forward, uh, with um, Eiji Anuma from Nintendo the director of breath of the wild citing it as his inspiration for that game um, also served as the main inspiration for the witcher three and dragon age inquisition, many other games as well. Um, so um, I just wanted to say like, what are some like experiences that have stuck with you from, from this game? Like, is there some, a moment that like really has stuck with you? I think those are really interesting to me. I know mine. Um, it's yeah. de- like I think it's definitely the the more I think about it, the more true this is. Uh, and this is probably just because I played Oblivion so much, and the Dark Brotherhood is my favorite guild. Oh yeah. But uh, when you get the ghost of Lucian Lachance, um, on oh, your side, the and he does yeah. those. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. He's he's such a special guy to me. Was that a nostalgia hit seeing your old yeah, uh, mentor? Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. hearing his voice and everything, like I, I don't so know. So that's a character from Oblivion. Know this? Yeah. yeah, he's 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 like in charge yeah. of the Dark Brotherhood. The okay. Dark Brotherhood was so much cooler in Oblivion. I heard they were. I've heard so much about them in Oblivion. Anyway, yeah. Sit, no, this is the Ryan. Boy. My 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 equivalent of that was in. There's a character in Fallout Three uh, called Sierra Petrovita. And she runs mm-hmm. the uh, first National Nuka Cola Museum, which is just her house with a bunch of Nuka Cola bottles in it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like really enthusiastic about it, right? Um, mm-hmm. She's just like a really fun character. And then in Fallout Four, there is a DLC called Nuka World, where there is an amusement park themed around. It's like a parody of Hershey's Chocolate Park thing, um, but it's a whole theme park based on Nuka Cola. And they're like, you know, it's been taken over by raiders, but like 
uh, while you're there you like run into her and she's just like going around the amusement park and like riding the rides even though it's been like invaded by bloodthirsty raiders oh really <laughs> yeah dude and i like legit when i ran into her i started crying i was like so happy to see somebody that i recognized <laughs> and it was the same voice actor and everything oh man anyway um that was nice also, this game takes place 200 years after the last one. Oh, so. yeah. Can, can uh, like, also, uh, the first four games basically took place basically in the same, like, short period of time. Mm-hmm. And the then Skyrim era. is suddenly 200 years later. At, right. Like, sort of out of nowhere. So, my, like, big moment... The, the way that I ended up playing this game after, of course, a lot of mods, especially the Elysium Estate, shout out, you're the best. Um... There is this thing called Elysium Estate that builds you kind of this like amazing little manor right outside of Whiterun. And you have like a garden, you have like a hot tub outside. That's and familiar. Like... I think I've downloaded that before. I showed it to you. I think I was streaming. Yeah, it I, I, I just watched Near Play It. Um, anyway, I loved this thing. And so there was oh, so much mod. room. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there was so much room in there for all, all your cool stuff and your family and your kids, your hundreds of kids <laughs> and, um, and all your wives. And so um, I just like basically it became this sort of thing where like I had it was me and my um, and and Serana was with me. And then, of course, um, I had my (laughs) my party was really insane. Okay, listen to me. Just stay with me for a moment. So it was me, Serana, the the vampire princess I mentioned Uh earlier. (laughs) Um, Inigo, who was the most uh, highly blue Khajiit. Yeah, he's the Khajiit mod character who's like the most highly rated mod companion who is extremely well voiced. Um, he's he's really well made. Highly recommend Inigo. Um, and then along with that, I had my unicorn, which I could summon and ride around. And then Scar from the Lion King. <laughs> and so our that was our party. Mm-hmm. I love that. And together oh, you killed Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay, I didn't put him in that one. And Barney okay. the Dinosaur, the main villains. Hang on, wait, let me see. Um, hold on, Alyssa, look at this. I don't really have a good picture of him. If you look at this picture, you can see when I had Scar with me in the background. <laughs> oh, he's just really big back there in the yeah, dark. He's real big in the back there. I can't tell what's him. Is it the like oh, the far back in left? The, back, the lion, the big lion in the back. Oh. Yeah, that torch on the left, yeah. The picture oh, I just posted. I maybe I just can't. Maybe my screen isn't bright enough. I don't know. Anyway. He's um, pretty dark. Yeah, he's pretty far away. Yeah, lighting um, mod. An EMB. Man, fucking look at this I think shot. This Hold is on. a lighting mod. I think that's why it's I so dark. It oh, that could be it too. Yeah. Also, look at look at this fucking shot I got. Hold on. Hold on. Look at there. There's me. I I do have a mm-hmm. um a question for mm-hmm. you guys. Now that like you've replayed it, I assume um, at least five times. Um, I've only well, done three, but I'll, okay. I'll answer your question. You underestimate well, like, my Well, like, what is power your after. what is your like? At, replaying it over and over again not not your first experience but now what is your like favorite part of the game like the side quests the main quests like the 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 uh clan quest or or the I think faction quest oh i think or... genuinely it's like the few moments where i find something that's like scary i think that's that's the that's the stuff that i like a lot so the like spider when it first came my, down in uh, bleak falls ooh, that's fun but like my my favorite probably my favorite part of the game on the like vanilla playthrough i did of it was 
the uh the fucking haunted house and becoming a slave to like balogmar or whatever his name oh was. yeah oh and, and yeah. like having to like find somebody's soul to like trick and bring into the mm-hmm. house and everything that's a really fun one um because um, i got like legitimately scared down there and i was like i'm gonna die in here and scar is gonna come with me it's like oh let <laughs> me help this buddy purify this house yeah. like, oh, I, no. I really like the uh like getting to the top of each guild that's like the most fun for me oh that's fun too yeah i, I usually like only do that for like one guild though you yeah. know i, I did I like the companions it was like probably my least favorite of the okay hell yeah. no, i get no i guess the wizards guild like the mage college so look Alyssa, here's my house i'm gonna post this now look at this mm-hmm. this is my house and me and my buddies are all chilling in the hot tub over there on the left a hot tub so, hot tub chilling look so this is basically what, what i did every day in the morning, we would go, me and my, my companions would go out for a quest. And I did have a housekeeper, by the way, who would take care of the kids during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Very important. And I would, like, head out on an adventure to wherever we were going. And, like, I don't know why I decided to do this, but, like, I had a lot more fun. I just kind of, like, kept an eye on, like, the time and was, like, okay, like, night is falling. Like, we need to get back to shelter kind of a thing. And so, mm-hmm. like, every night we would, like, come back, have a nice meal. Everyone would, like, hang out and stuff. And then we would go to the next day and, like, head out on another adventure. And, like, I sort of, like, really role-played it in that way. Um, but I had, like, such a nice time. Like, I, I just had, like, man, I, I had, like, a lot of really, like, unforgettable adventures and stuff. And I I, I think I drew a lot more um, connection to some of these characters than maybe, like, they would have warranted in, like, a regular vanilla playthrough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, though, I... I I really miss my time with this game. It, it's, it's not like in my top ten or anything, but it is. I, I would count it definitely in my favorite games of all time up on that list. Yeah, I mean, like there's a deep, deep personal connection there. Like when you're able yeah. to recall these moments and mm-hmm. kind of direct your own story. In that, yeah, in that capacity. that's and that's that's what Bethesda has always excelled at is giving you the tools to create your own story in a sandbox world. Mm-hmm. Like that is why people also love like the Fallout games is because like you're doing the same thing. You're you're, you're creating a world for yourself and you're creating a story and connections with characters for yourself. And, um, you know, you're imagining like little, like tiny head cannons and stuff for why things are happening the way they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the nice thing. Um, it's all about giving you building blocks to make like an, a unique experience. Um, but yeah. So let me see what else we got here. I think we have, um, Modding, we are we already talked a lot about the mods. And then the last note just says I took an arrow to the knee. Does anyone have anything <laughs> else for that? Meme. What's your favorite Skyrim meme? What's your favorite meme? Um, Skyrim, yeah. Hmm. Let me think. Um I like when he when they say like uh Kajit has wares if you have coin, and I'm like, oh <laughs> God. I, I like oh. that one where it's like uh they they have cats in cages, like going to the vet or something. Oh my god! And it's like captioned like, "Oh, Khajiit did nothing. He does not deserve to be here." <laughs> I, you know what? I how did we get this far without talking about the lusty Argonian maid? Mm. Oh, there's a lusty Argonian maid. So Listen, I've never actually read the book. book. Is there actually stuff in it? It's not a bad no, book. not not really. <laughs> no, it's 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 it's, 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 like, it's, it's, it's like three it's paragraphs. Like, yeah, it's like three paragraphs. It's it's a it's supposedly a lewd play. Okay, so yes, Alyssa, there's a famous sort of like, yes, lewd play so in, in the world of Skyrim, infamous, called The Lusty Argonian Maid. And people like will talk about it, you know, like, oh, like, got a little, like, oh, wow, this is a, a little hot, kind of like a Lusty Argonian Maid situation. And you're like, what is this? And like, 
I think they only wrote out the first like little bit of it. You can't really read much of it, but like mm-hmm. it is sort of like a, a a meme of like you know like oh man, I was just like you know getting <laughs> like sorry you caught me at a bad time just coming out of the, a showing of the Lusty Argonian Maid. <laughs> well, yeah, and and also like like you'll there's like some well-to-do noble, and then you like go into his house and you like look at his bookshelf, and there's a copy of the Lusty Argonian Maid in his like private. Yeah. next to his bed or something mm-hmm. i mean i'm looking at it now like i i'm like on a wikipedia page like mm-hmm. reading the uh like the text for the text, it yeah that, her that's, name that's her name thing. is lifts her tail yep yeah <laughs> and and she polishes her master's sword oh my yeah. god so all argonians <laughs> are like lives by docks something like that mm-hmm. so yeah I, that's her Argonian. It's like a native. Did her parents name her that? Because that's not good. They would have, I guess. Well, I think, yeah, uh, yeah the, the, the tree might have named her. Yeah, the hist. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, is is this a meme? All the, um, all this the skooma stuff. Is that is that or is that just like indicative of an opioid problem? I feel like that's real. Um, both. Why not? Why not both? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. How, there how was about a... the the like cheese the lol random cheese wheel? God. Yeah, like oh yeah, <laughs> I eat all the cheese. Um, or like just like look at all these cabbage. Oh, wh- what about the chickens? <laughs> you have committed crimes against Skyrim and her people. Yeah, if if you attack a farm animal, you'll get a bounty on your head. <gasps> no, and then, well, I like, mean, the guards will come after you. Yeah. Honestly, I try to kill you. <laughs> honestly, agreed. If you if you attack an animal, death. Yeah, but but you you can be like fighting like a dragon or something yeah, and, and, then, and like, shooting fire at it and then a you. chicken will like run in front of you and you accidentally kill it. <laughs> no! And you're you're like defending the town and then and, then and the then... guards will attack you too. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Alyssa, by the way, if the guards come for you and you choose not to fight them, they can they'll take you to jail and you can like bail yourself out. Mm. Oh, or... okay. So I can yeah, just you can accept sneak being... out one yeah. lockpick. <laughs> What happens you if you get stuck you in jail? Though? In is up to you. You gotta serve your time. <laughs> yeah. How do you? Yeah. Do you have to like sit through your time served, or does it like fast forward? You can fast travel. It, yeah. oh, you, can, okay. you can fast forward, or you can try to escape. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I I don't think I think I only went to jail one time. Like after that, I was like, no, I'm just gonna pay my ransom. I don't like people on my ass all the time. Maybe I seduce the guard. There's that no is like an option. there's there's that no like time sensitive anything in the game though. So it's not yeah. really that big of a deal. Also, ah, okay. Alyssa, unfortunately, all the sex in this game is like like kiss fade to black. That's fine. I don't expect most is there games. Kissing in this game? I think they do. Do they kiss? Hmm, that's a good. Or they just like bumping their bodies together and then oh, fades God. to black. <laughs> I I don't remember there being a kiss at all. You're right. Then maybe nobody kisses. I'm gonna Google. Does anyone kiss in Skyrim? And I'm gonna get some uncomfortable. You're, you're gonna find a lot of kissing mods. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, can we talk about um, can we talk Wait. about how the most popular mod is the CBBE mod? What's that what one? What was that one? That's the boob one. Okay. Oh, what does that Why stand is for? CBBE. That's uh, what it's called. That's the name oh. of the mod. Creative boob big bouncing <laughs> experience. Experience. Creative big boob experience. <laughs> I can't name the episode that man. <laughs> Um. Okay, uh, d- I'm sorry. Does because I'm... the need to create a a, a kissing committee. I am on yes. a Kotaku article called "A Skyrim Kissing Mod That Doesn't Suck." <laughs> <laughs> um, we highlighted a mod that lets you kiss everyone in Skyrim a while back, but it was embarrassing. Your character latched onto people like some kind of alien, 
and made this cartoon spooching noise. This one oh. is like the real deal. This one is somewhat awkwardly titled Kissing Immersive Lover's Comfort. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit of an awkward title. It allows you to love somebody. Might as well just say shove your tongue down their throat model yeah. mod. <laughs> Instead sure of contorting characters into an awkward makeout pretzel, this puts them in a ragdoll state, relying on physics to bring people together. Yay? Question mark. Here's oh, no. a trailer. Sorry, I'm watching the trailer now. Oh, God. Ugh. Please rate it out of 10. Um, I, the, everyone's in their underwear, which is kind of making it worse. Um, it's um, I only these people kiss just, fully clothed. Okay, these people are only touching their noses together. <laughs> um, okay. Um, oh, someone's kissing Serana. Wait, hold on. That's 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 why. Me. That's, that's my girl. <laughs> that's my this, wife. There's some really emotional music playing on this video. <laughs> um, that's my. Not all games can have kissing that's as well animated or a gr- for great character development, despite the rest of the game being crap at it as Assassin's Creed Unity. I don't I don't remember this time in gaming history. Um, anyway, so yeah, um, make sure to get this game so you can kiss all of your favorite characters. Um, so how where let's let's talk about quickly all the releases they did, because there were many. Um there was, of course, the original on PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. They then re-released it for um, PS4 and Xbox One and PC, a Skyrim Special Edition, which was like a, rem- a remaster with all the DLC included. Um, then they released it on Switch, um, which was a like demastered version of the <laughs> Special Edition. Um, and then they released it in VR, Skyrim VR, which you can go get right now, which I've heard is pretty good. Okay. Um, also, I think if VR like works, you know, like, you know how VR should work and it doesn't really work a lot of the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if VR works by the time the Elder Scrolls six comes out, that would be like the coolest possible game to play in VR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. Can agree. Um, Any like fantasy games. So then they put it on mobile the Elder Scrolls Blades lets you like play through like Skyrim stuff and except it like adds gotcha to Skyrim, which is exciting. Um, <laughs> and then you can also, um, they are re-releasing it. Um, didn't, is it on Samsung smart fridges? Right. It was <laughs> someone got um, it working. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's been released a few times and, um, it's being re-released again on Tuesday for, um, or I guess it'll be out by the time this comes out as the Skyrim anniversary edition. So, um, this one is again remastered for like next gen, like PS five series X, but well, hold on now, Alyssa, what if I told you that this one has fishing in it? I do like a good, uh, fishing mini game. Mm-hmm. Um, is it really a mini game though? Or is it like a part of the game? I think it's an integral part of the game. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, so in addition to the uh, the fishing and all the like lighting, texture, blah, 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 who cares? You know, at, like combat, overhaul, whatever, who cares? The cool thing is that there are 500, the 500 most popular creation club um, things are packaged into it at, and integrated into the game seamlessly. Um, and all of those modders got paid uh, to basically make content for the real like real game and so all of these quests are integrated in 
all of these characters, items, new spells, um, new locations, all that stuff. It's just part of the game now. Um, and I think that's really neat. Um, so yeah, Skyrim Anniversary Edition should be pretty cool. I am getting that. I know I have to buy it again or I'll, or I'll die. <laughs> I'll wither and die. Um, so I think it's $20 to upgrade it if you already own it. Um, which... Again, like, I don't know. I, I like, I don't know. Honestly, the reason I'm I'm kind of interested in buying it is because I like what they're doing with, like, paying modders to make official stuff, and I want to mm-hmm. see more of that, you know? Um, I would yeah. like for them to do more. All right, so we have remastered, we've successfully remastered our Skyrim episode. Um, this is Game Buster Special Edition. Um what is the name of this episode? I didn't. I didn't have a big standout besides Big Booba Initiative or whatever we said. <laughs> oh God. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Do it, Nerov. No, I can't the say. Future Bethesda Kissing Committee. <laughs> the future Bethesda. I like that one. That could work. Is that okay? We no, would like Ryan... to see real kissing in I, Skyrim. I would, I would like There's to see literally... it. I we need this our, to be more realistic. I think our I think our Final Fantasy 13 episode is called the Kissing Task Force. I, that, that's that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm referencing. Say okay. part two. So this is the future Bethesda kissing kissing K- kissing committee? committee or kissing task force if you like. Mm, that's too many words. That's too many words. Why is it future oh, Bethesda? I also because they don't have one yet. Mm. I'm they going to one. head it. I'm going to go to Bethesda and I'm going to start one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey Todd, that's have you ever a... kissed anyone? And he's like, "What? No, what? <laughs> what? No, shut up! You have." <laughs> um, Todd Howard does have two beautiful children. He like zips up his leather jacket all the way above his head. Yeah, <laughs> no, steal his don't look. Touch me. <laughs> okay, Alyssa. Another sort of meme thing. Like Todd has sort of a very like solid look that he has, which is his brown leather jacket and his his jeans and his like cool hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it just works. Oh my can, god, we didn't even do any, space. We didn't even do any of that. Like you can how you don't have to imagine his face. He's appeared in our server 40 times today. Well, that's what I'm saying is I can imagine his face because you post it everywhere. Everywhere I go, I see his everywhere face. Everywhere I go, I see him. Oh look, he likes it. Um <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um anyway, so I'm gonna say it, Todd's an attractive man. He is, he is. A good looking guy. So Alyssa, there's a lot of things you said in press conferences that like didn't quite pan out um, being like uh, or, or were iconic in some way. Like one of them was like, if you see it, like you see that mountain, you can climb it. And everyone was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then what you can climb a mountain. Okay. So, well, the idea, the idea when mountain. he said that was that anything that you see, you can go to. That's, uh-huh. that's kind of what he was communicating. Um, okay. Uh, it just works. Was him Until talking about the end of the map, and then you can't. Right. <laughs> um, Fallout Four. When he was introducing it, he was like, "Look, all of these systems working together, it just works." And then, like, obviously, it doesn't sometimes. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the the infamous "It's not a bug; it's a feature," um, which has sort of stuck <laughs> around. Um, what was the bug slash feature? I mean. Um, that's a great question. It's like all of the, Jesus, all of the no, features were default. Or no, <laughs> your meme. Yeah, I'm looking at origin. Not a bug. Um, okay, it's not a on. defect. It's a feature. Is is the original one apparently? Okay, hold on. I'm I'm looking for this. Oh wait. 
Let me see here. Um, um, this is a different meme. Yeah, is this a... Did this... this hold on. This happened on. more than once. Yeah, hold on. Here we go here. Um, You know what? I don't think this actually originated with this. It looks like this yeah. was a... This was something long before for software. From 2005. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, Todd. I misattributed this quote to you, as did everyone on the internet. <laughs> so sorry. Please please don't come after us with your considerable legal team. Um, okay. Anyway, let's um, let's get out of here. So um, thank you guys for, for joining us. Um, you can find us on GameLuster.com or YouTube.com slash GameLuster. Um, oh, by the time this comes out, I will have a new review up of a game that is not out yet, but will be out by Friday. So um, check that out. Um, I guess I can say the name if it's not out yet. It's called Bright Memory Infinite. Um, it's pretty cool. I, it's a Chinese game. Um, really, really gorgeous. Um, it, it flows pretty well. Uh, kind of unpolished, but like it feels really good to play. It is a first person shooter slash like action game, I guess. Ryan was helping me with that the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, I fought a big, big guy. His name was like Giant King, but it was like in lowercase, and I think it wasn't supposed to be. Oh. And then I, and then I, and then I, um, I got a new attack, and the description was in Chinese, and I couldn't get it to change. So nice. Um, the game's really fun, though. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at Gamebusters Pod, obviously. Um, Ryan, what do you want to plug? Um. Well, I I guess last time I was here I plugged um I, I said I was I finished a song um mm-hmm. on frosty47.bandcamp.com and the song that I uploaded was not the song that I had finished. That was just a different one that I made that day. Uh, mm-hmm. I still haven't recorded the song that I was talking about before. So that's going to come out uh, I don't know at some point. Okay. Everybody keep an eye out. Matt, what are you working on? Uh I have about 50 mods downloaded in Skyrim. Okay. As of this moment, and all fifty of them were within the past hour. So. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Um, I actually multitasking just un- at its finest. Yeah. I actually just uninstalled Skyrim today to make room for Skyrim later this week. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, and Alyssa, what are you doing? Um, I'm pretty much getting ready for a convention in February, so I'm starting really early on oh, cosplays and stuff. Which so. convention is it? Katsukan. Where's that one? Sounds yeah. Asian. It's um, it's in Washington D.C. Oh, okay. Well, what's your on. what's your favorite character that you're planning? I am doing Bloodhound from Apex Legends, and I'm very excited Ooh. to cosplay Bloodhound. Um, but I'm also doing Striga mm-hmm. from Castlevania. I'm considering doing Vi from League of Legends. Hey, and... shout out to League. I know. I'm I'm really enjoying League and the new show that just came out. Like. Oh, tore me, it tore me apart. Yeah. I, I'm so excited to see the rest of it. You see what happened to... J- I don't want to talk about it. But. <laughs> Bloodhound seems COVID safe, though. Exactly. So. Co- mm-hmm. Very COVID yeah. safe. I'm like, I get to I get to literally hide my whole body, so I'm very uh-huh. happy with that. So, um, yeah, and Alyssa, I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna commit when we go to MomoCon, I am gonna do a like a, a gender swap rampart costume. Yes, yes, please, that'll be so exciting. It'll be fun. Oh my god, it'll be a good time. Rampart, she's the Indian character from Apex Legends. Oh. Yeah, because there's like nine characters I can be, so like I'm just gonna <laughs> pick one. Who's that uh the Asian ninja lady? 
That could be so many people, dude. From, what are you talking from about? Apex? From she Apex? warps around in Apex, yeah. Oh, you mean Valkyrie. She's, Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she's cool. She flies. She was fun. She's really dope. That was the only one I played. <laughs> you guys should play Apex with Alyssa so that she stops talking about it. No. Hmm. You, you say that as if playing... I'll play Val. I love Val. <laughs> You guys should go I'm not good at it, go but I'll sleep. play it. <laughs> Why don't you play? I, I, I bet you're better than me. No, no you're not. You're, you're not. Okay. Yeah. Ryan's pretty good at Valorant. I'm. I mean, granted, I don't play competitive, but I, I would probably say I'm bronze at, at the at the highest. <laughs> I have a hard time getting down the like tactical shooting thing. Yeah. All right, should well, play Rainbow Six Siege. It's just filled with that. <laughs> Okay, well let's uh, let's close it out. So, does anyone have a good Toddism that we haven't said yet? We want to close with. Is that um, like uh, every mountain can be climbed? Well, we already said that one. Oh, how about this? Mm -hmm. Distant weather systems with sixteen times the detail. How was that? No, it was kind of lame. Okay, yeah, it kind of lame. Does anyone have anything? <laughs> I mean, I, I would. I mean, like the the best lines are from Lucy and the Chance. Okay, throw one out. Um, hmm. let me, let me find one. But can you actually, no, I, I'm bringing that back. Can you do a line from Patrick Stewart in Oblivion, please? Uh, oh, oh <laughs> the, the, the emperor. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, you. Um, Alyssa, I don't think we mentioned Patrick Stewart is the emperor in Oblivion. Oh. I don't know how that happened. Um, okay. Patrick Stewart. Oblivion emperor lines. I like when he looks directly into the camera and he Uriel says, Septim. What is yeah, this? Some kind of oblivion? I can oblivion do a... has this weird thing where you're talking to someone and it zooms in on their face. I, don't I like can that. do a live it reading sure of the Lutzi Argonian maid for the... That actually might be a good idea. Can, <laughs> no. can you do that quickly? And, so Argonians also talk with like a rasp. Yeah, can you do like a raspy but sexy voice? Well, then somebody has to be the the guy, Krantis. Okay, let me, I'll pull it up. I want to do this. So, wait, so you said it's like a, a raspy kind of voice? Yeah, yeah, well, they have like a like they smoke sixty packs a day kind of voice. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I'm on um, I'm on volume one. Am I am I Crinitius Colto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Imperial. All right, right. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do the... the sun's companion. All right, the dawn of Akatosh's bright glory may banish the coming darkness. Now we're gonna do our horny one instead. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Act four, scene three. Oh my continued. god. Okay. Certainly not. I don't. Oh my god! I can't do it. <laughs> How do I do, do a it. smoker's voice? Certainly hey, not, kind like sir. This. Oh, okay, like that. Okay. Oh. Certainly not, kind sir. I'm here, but to clean your chambers. Is that all you have come for, little one? My chambers? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no idea what it is you imply, master. I am, but a poor Argonian maid. <laughs> oh, she said it. So you are my dumpling, and a good one at that. Such strong legs and shapely what? tail. Jesus Christ. You embarrass me, sir. Yeah, me too. All right, see you guys. <laughs> God.
Gypsies. Your... That's what it was. That's, yeah. that's the word, Matt. Yeah. D- yeah, that's the one that's not yeah. politically correct. Right. It is, oh, okay. it is supposedly like a racist term. 